que puede superarte con pasión. Dale pa'lante, dale pa'lante, dale pa'lante. Oye, sí. Demuestra. Alegría sin más, está llena la vida. Si le pone color, llegará la alegría. Sé que eres capaz, en tus sueños confía. Que pronto llegará para ti, nuevo día. Solo imagina después de la mente. Y mira hasta el espejo, no eres diferente. El miedo más malo se ataca de frente. Sonríe y disfruta, que feliz quiero verte. A veces la vida golpea mi fuerte. Pero no te rindas, puedes levantarte a que cumpla tu sueño. Yo vengo a ayudar. Y ven, toma mi mano que vengo a mostrarte No te rindas, busca la salida Sigue hacia adelante, lucha con energía Porque más que caer mucho siempre sale un nuevo día Y por más que te perdidas, siempre algo que te diga Yo sé que puedes superarte La confianza vengo a regalarte Reconocimiento voy a llenarte Solo vive con pasión, demuestra tu arte Yo sé que puedes superarte Yo sé que puedes superarte, la confianza vengo a regalarte, de conocimiento voy a llenarte, solo vive con pasión de nuestra tu arte. Yo sé que puedes superarte, la confianza vengo a regalarte, de conocimiento voy a llenarte, solo vive con pasión de nuestra tu arte. Hello, hello, everybody. This is your host once again with an amazing, a special, incredible, unforgettable episode. This is my American Vida, and today I have an extremely amazing, incredible, unforgettable person. <laughs> I know that I'm repeating myself, guys, but I'm so excited to host this episode with somebody that is inspiring me every single day. And I know when you guys look at me all the time, you're like, oh my God, I can't believe it. You got from Cuba to America, you have done so much, but there is so many people that inspire me every single day. And this one is one of them. I know that maybe we're not talking that much. We don't see each other that much, but every time that I scroll Facebook or I scroll Instagram and she shows up, I'm like, that's my friend. Wow, I know that girl. She's a badass. She's insane, incredible. So today on this episode, I have a beautiful woman that was born in Cuba. She graduated from the National School of Art, like me. She came to United States at the age of 17. She was victim of domestic violence uh, many, many years. But at the same time, she opens a foundation for victims of domestic violence. She worked full time while she was going to school full time at the same time that she was pregnant. And she graduated with a BA in criminal justice at the AFIU, AFIU University? Florida International University. Perfect. AFIU University in Florida. She became, guys, a single mom at the age. Um, no, she became a single mom when she was seven months pregnant with her daughter. And oh my gosh, this one is literally like, I was shocked about this one. She lost weight like nobody else before. 
Imagine she grew up as a dancer like me and she went from 300 pounds to 120 and she looks amazing today. So I want to talk to her about all of these ups and downs on her life. I want to talk to her about everything and I want the audience to get to know you better and deeply because you are an incredible badass businesswoman, mom, and person. So welcome to another I My American Vida to tonight, Rodriguez. Wow, wow. Thank you very much. It is an honor um, to me to be invited to My American Vida. Um, and same here, I will see you, as a matter of fact, when I started seeing you in your business and in your journey, I also have curly hair. And a lot of your listeners know you because you were actually the founder of, um, of, of that trend or that tendency. And I myself will see you in Instagram and will see you in Facebook. And I will say to myself, I wish I had the money to get on a plane and to go to Vegas to treat my hair with my friend Lisa. So now I thank you very much for inviting me. It is an honor to be here. And for sure, I will visit you one day sooner than later. Thank you and, very much. And now you're so successful that you can take, you can take yourself in a plane in first class. I come here to get your head done, your nails done, and everything done. Literally, this I is come how. Come back on the same day. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, girl. I don't even know what to start, right? I don't even know what to start, but I think I'm gonna take you back to when you were a kid. I think I want to take you back to Cuba because I know we're going to go over everything that happens to you later on. But tell me or tell the audience one of your favorite memories growing up in Cuba. One of my favorite memories was going to a beach with my grandma. Um, and, and you guys that are listening, if you have a grandma or if you had a grandma and you know what is to experience that relationship or that bond with grandma, that's something that you will never forget. So I have to say that one of my, my best memories or, or every memory that I have with my grandma um, are very special. I mean, going to the, and, and in Cuba, we don't have the same resources that we have here. So I can remember going back to those trips and grandma taking that congris. And for you guys that do not know what congris is, is the rice and beans together and taking the whole pan of um, pork steak or, or um, those masa fritas or those, um, you know, the, the fried pork or the chicharrones and, and plantains and tamales, which is the corn in, in the leaf. I mean, those memories of every Sunday going to the beach with grandma, those are unforgettable. I, I have to say that, you know, the memories with grandma are very, very special. I love that because I had the best memory with grandma. And I remember, you know, I get, I'm pretty sure there was something with you. You know how we grew up as a ballerina. We were so tiny and skinny because we were doing ballet, all of that. I remember my grandma was just a big person when it comes with food. She was that big lady like, hey, hey, no, put a little more there. No, you have to finish that. Oh, no, no, a little more. <laughs> and she would do the same thing. She would pack everything to the beach. She would pack heavy. And we like, grandma, we're going to the beach. Can we do sandwiches? No, no, no. She would pack, like you say, rice and beans and all of that. <laughs> I love grandmas. They're the best. Tonight, yeah. um, of course, you did 
all the ballet, all the training, you graduate, how you left Cuba? Because I know all of us that have emigrated to the United States have a different past. I think I kind of have an idea, how do you immigrate, but I'm not sure. Do you want to tell the audience how you make it to America, how you left Cuba, how was that process? Yes, it was kind of crazy because we were contracted when we graduated from the National School of Arts, they divided us into groups and they, they assigned us to different places. I mean, some of us went to Tropicana, some of us went to Parisien, which is the National Hotel. In my case, I went to the American Theater and there was some Spaniards, some people from Spain, and they went there, they contracted us, and we all went to Spain. It was a big group. It was musicians, it was dancers, it was people from circus, it was like the whole show. And I had this idea where I was going to get to Spain, I was going to work, I was going to honor the contract, save some money, and then after everything was done, I was just going to stay in Spain, and, you know, with time, cross to the United States. It was to my surprise that they were taking the passport from us and they were giving the passport back the last day of the contract. So the last day that we work. And right there and then, the first day that we got there, I said, if they take the passport from me and they give it back to me in the airport when we're coming back, I'm not going to have a chance to migrate, to, to leave this place. And on top of that, I thought that I was going to perform in this big theater that I, were, I was going to perform in this high class place. I was a kid. I was 17 years old. And we ended up in a bar, dancing in a bar. And I said, that's not what I studied for. That's not what I graduated for. So I left the very same day I got to Spain with no money, no money saved. I just left. Wow. And but how the bar was like it was just like a regular bar it was like a like a place where people would like dance naked like no it was not um i i, I don't know the way we say it in miami uh, um go go I, I don't know how to say it in english Mm-hmm. That is not like a strip club, but it's kind of like there you go. It was not a strip club. It was not a strip club. It was a bar with a stage, dancers. a small stage. Yes, it was dancers. Tables, tables in front, and a very small stage. Of course, that was not what I was thinking in my mind. So when I saw that, and on top of it, they were taking the passport away. I said, "There is no way I'm staying here. I'm leaving today." And I have a friend that is your friend too that she's here in Miami. She came to Miami years after me. And she told me tonight, in the middle of the night, when I saw you packing up, I had one eye closed, one eye open. And I said, she's leaving. I can't believe she's doing this the first thing. And that was 22 years ago. I have been 22 years in the United States now. Woohoo! <laughs> That's amazing. And of course, there always been, I mean, I know there have been so many different ups and downs. I've been always following you and, you know, knowing about your kids, about your different jobs and different careers and all of that. But can you walk us through how you make it to the tonight that we see now? I know there have been a lot, but what keep you going and what have been the hardest, tougher part of this journey? Um, I have to tell you that the financial literacy is what have made the difference. Before I was very young, I went through domestic violence 
and I spent the money I didn't have. I did not take care of my credit. I did not take care of my credit cards. So I can say to the audience, if you can take your financial life um, in your hands and take control of it, that would change completely your life. Because having the control of your financials is going to give you credit to have a house, to have a better car, to even open up your own business. So I can tell you that besides all the domestic violence and besides um, my young age and the immaturity that, that everyone goes through, and of course that's something and it's a process that you have to pass, the, the, the lack of financial education was the worst in my life. I have been in this country for 22 years and the car that I have right now is the first car that I have under my name. The five cars that I had previously, I had to have my mother as a co-signer because I never took care of my credit. I never took care of my financials and I was not entitled to going to the dealer and have something under my name. The house that I'm living in right now, after almost 20, 19 years, 20 years, um, I was able to buy a house because never before I had a chance and that's because I never took care of my financials. So if, if you were going to ask me at the end of this podcast or at the end of this interview, what can you advise the listeners? What can you advise whoever is listening to us? Guys, take care of your financials, educate yourself. This system is a system that is made for you to work and live of your money. You can make money while you're sleeping. You can make money while you're on vacation. If you're the person that has to go to work every day and you have to work for your money and your money's not working for you, that is not the right way. This is the country of opportunities. This is a country where you can do whatever you want. And my biggest failure was not taking care of my financials and not becoming a person that is financial um, free and that has the literacy that you need to have, again, to have your car, to have your house, to have your own business and so forth and so on. Yeah, basically the, the essential, right? And it's so good that you say that because the episode previous to this one, we're talking about a lot of that. For us as immigrants, that was my biggest challenge too tonight. Now that you're saying that, understanding the system, understanding what an LOC was. Now I have an academy where I teach, I educate a lot of people. And guess what? There is a whole one day for business because there is no way that you can be a good business model for your company, your salon, whatever business you are too. If you don't understand the numbers, if you don't understand the business side of your business, like I say, and like you just say, you're screwed. That's it, yep. <laughs> right? I love that you mentioned that because um, that is everything. That is everything. I love the fact now that I can generate employment. I don't have to go anywhere to look for employment. I can actually give employment to people. I can actually help the community. I can actually have a foundation where I can help the needless people. I feel that um, I'm useful to the community. And that's something that I'm grateful for. 
because it's a social labor. I mean, it's, it's, it's very, very nice when you feel that you're doing something for yourself, but you're also doing something for, not, for others. You're actually doing something positive in this crazy world that we live in. Love that. Living that legacy for your kids growing up, they seeing you, they, you know, it's, it's important guys to wake up every single day having a meaning. Okay, what do they do? What I do every day? Just to do it, just to wake up, go to bed, wake up again, eat, sit down, get up, go to work. You know, <laughs> life is even more than that. But tonight, can you tell the audience from coming to America, from going to college, because I can tell that you did all of that, um, from ups and downs on your life, um, how do you figure out the tonight that is now? How do you figure out, I need to get into this business this is the business. This is what I want to be. Like you say, this is my why. I wake up every morning because I think that I'm useful. I think that I'm doing something for the community. But at the same time, you can sit back and relax because you know, living off $10 an hour. Okay, wait, I'm making this. Oh, I need to wait for that tip. If you're in a tip, um, I don't know, kind of um, type of job, you can relax and sit back. How do you get to that level? I can tell you that years ago, I didn't know that I was going to find a journey. I didn't wake up and say, I'm going to do this because I'm going to be successful. Um, I love a saying that, or a phrase that Michael Jordan has. And he says that he was the best because he felt a lot. He was not the best because he was always the best. He was the best because practice makes masters. And because he felt so much, that's how he became the best. I cleaned floors, I sold soaps door to door, I did Uber, I did every business there was, I tried everything there was, and I felt so much until I, find, I found um, the journey or the way. Now, how did I get there? I never, never, ever question investing in myself. I can show you my office here in my house, and I can show you more than 100 books, financial intelligence, um, emotional intelligence. Guys, you have to work on yourself. You have to work on your financials. You have to work on your emotions. You have to be able to get up and look at yourself in the mirror and auto-motivate yourself. Motivation is something that comes from within. You do not wait for anyone to motivate you. If you are an employee now, you can very well become the owner of that business. I know successful people that have been nurses and they have gone to college, they have become doctors and they become the owner of the medical center or the clinic. I know people that are paralegals that years later, they buy the law practice from the attorney because the attorney is retiring and now you're the attorney. I know people like Lexa that you might start working from the salon and years later, you become the owner of the salon. So do not limit yourself. The resources you can use, there is conventions, there is seminars, there is books, there is podcasts like this, where we can tell you that it's very much possible that if you dream it, you can make it. If it's in your head, you can make it. It's, it's as simple as that. But do not ever question the money that you have to invest in yourself. You have to work on yourself because you're your best asset. You are the best you have. 
I love it. I love it. I love it. Oh my God. Preach, preach, preach. I love, I love all preach, of girl. that. And I, I bet that you talk like that to your kids, right? You have oh, two yeah. kids. How old are they? I have two kids. The boy is 19 years old. The girl is 11. Now, um, every time I talk about them, I get very emotional talking about the boy because the girl, my girl is a badass. My girl has lived her life. Because everything that I have right now, um, she, you know, she's enjoying. But it was not like that with a boy. And because Lisa read at the beginning that I was a victim of domestic violence, I have to tell you that that boy lived through that domestic violence. That boy lived through misery, through lack of financials, um, to not having a good car. The windows wouldn't go down. The AC wouldn't work we went through literally hell. Now that boy today is 19 years old. He's a realtor. He has his real estate license at the age of 19. He is an insurance agent. He has his, his, re, um, his um, insurance license at the age of 19. He works and he goes to university and I don't have to pay for his university because his grades are so good that he has a scholarship. Wow. So I, I have tears in my eyes right now. <laughs> yes. When I talk about him, it, I get very emotional because we have a bond, we have a connection, and not only him and I know what we went through, but when I look at him, I said, I did it right. I did it right because everything we went through, and I was very strong enough to, you know, stand myself and to get up myself and to do what I have to do for me and for the kids. I love so whoever that. is listening, and I know a lot of people are going to listen to us. If you're going through something similar of what I went through, what I can tell you is look for help. There is a lot of help and support in the community. There is a lot of help and support in the government. There is a lot of um, institutes and, and a lot of foundations that can help you. But better invest in yourself. Invest in yourself. Again, you're the best asset you have. Thank you so much for being so vulnerable to open up because literally we need more people like you tonight. We need more people that are willing to share, that are willing to open up because somebody's listened to this and it's going to be, wow, that was me last month. Yes. That was my kid last year with my husband before I divorced or whatever the case might be. And then you're giving them that light you're giving them that hope. You're giving them, yes, you can do it. And if you cannot do it, help is always going to be there, right? And it's going to be. Let me tell you, Lisa, uh, um, a good resource that I use, and you always, there's people that are not emotionally strong and they're always looking at the negative. But what I can tell you is that in every negative, there is positive. There is something that I didn't understand before and I understand very well now. When you get on a plane, have you ever questioned, you know, when they give you the instructions and they tell you if there is an accident, you have to secure your oxygen mask first, and then you have to secure the mask for others, including your kids. Do you know what I'm talking about? Totally. Okay. I always question and I said, if I'm on a plane and I have my kid sitting next to me, how am I going to secure myself first and then my kid? I never understood that. But now that I'm a businesswoman, that I'm more mature, 
I know what they mean. If you're not emotionally strong, if you're not financially well, if you're not educated, if you don't know what you're doing for yourself, you cannot help others because you cannot teach what you don't know. You cannot give what you don't have. If you're not happy, you're not going to make happy the people that's around you. So there's always positive and the negative, and you always have to secure yourself and make sure that you're well so the people that are around you can be well. Totally agree. Totally agree. And, and I think that peace of mind is what um, it takes you really far every day, at least me. I found myself sometimes on downs. I find myself sometimes in questioning moments. And what I did, I, I reset, right? I sit down and I try to do things that are good for me to set myself to success. Because I know if I'm knowing a well-being right here on my head, I cannot continue to inspire, to keep going, to be in three different cities in one week, all of that stuff that I do that I know is crazy, but uh, all of that I can do it. I mean, I can... I, I can do it just because meditation, uh, breathing, exercising, like knowing myself, knowing what I need to stop. Like I, I told you before we start, like, hey, I got it sick yesterday, but I think it's because of that. When I know it's stopping, something is going to stop me, right? So every three months, what I do, I do a recap of myself and I'm looking deep on what I have done, what I can do better. You know, I don't wait until one year, two years, until things crash to be like, oops, wait a minute. Sometimes you have to stop, guys, because we're going, going, going really fast every day. We have kids to pick up from a school. Like you said, have- if you don't stop, yeah. your body will stop you. Exactly. So sometimes it's kind of like, okay, let's do it. Let's do it um, in a way that um, I remind myself and I, and I put it on my calendar. Every three months, you're going to have an alarm saying, check yourself. <laughs> and I try to check myself. But talking about timing and talking about balancing, that is a question that I get all the time. How you balance yourself? How, how you can deal with having a personal life, a success business, loving yourself, have time to get a massage or whatever it is. Like people always like, how, how you can deal with that? So can you give us your advice? You have two kids. How is your routine every day? Before you get to work, during work time or work hours, when you get home, who cooks, how you find time for vacation, for yourself, to get your nails done, to love yourself and the ones around you. I wake up every morning. I don't work out crazy, but I do, you know, a few, um, a few stuff. I kind of work out in the morning, not crazy like we did before when we're dancers, but I do try to keep myself healthy. I always have to have my coffee in the morning. That cannot be missing. I am a coffee lover. I love my Cuban coffee in the morning. So that is my time to read a book. I mean, I don't have to read 10, 20 pages. Guys, you don't have to read 30 pages a day. One page, two pages, three pages will take you a long way. And that's my morning routine. I go to work. I love cooking. I mean, when I get to work, I'm in the office, loving my people. That's something that um, I, I love my staff. I mean, that's something that, that I don't know how to emphasize. I love my employees. I love my staff. I'm always smiling. I'm always with a good attitude. I'm always trying to, to understand and to know who they are. That's part of my routine, my daily. I have to know if my, my people have problems if they need a time off 
always, always, always trying to know my people. And that is very important. You need to know your people around you. You need to know your family. You need to catch if they have a problem. You need to be um, in contact with them. Cooking, oh, wow, I love cooking. I don't know if you've seen my Instagram. I am a chef. I take that very personal and that is my time in the afternoon with my family. I mean, I share with them recipes. We do it together. I have my glass of wine. This is afternoon? Afternoon, yes. Oh, so you go to work and then you come to to the house afternoon? Yes. Oh my God, it's like a European style. (laughs) Yeah, yes, yes, yes. And that's what I say, you have to find your balance you have to find a way where you have time for yourself you have time for your family and the money works for you because if you're a successful person but you work 22 hours out of the 24 hours that the day has i mean there is some adjustments that you need to have there is some things that you need to change because i want to be successful i want my kids to go to university i want to be um, a wealthy person but I'm not going to change health for money. That's not something that, that I'm going to do. So I'd rather earn a little bit less and have more time with the family that earn a lot more and have less time. I don't know if you get me. And that's how I try to implement a system where the money works for me. I delegate. I think about better ways to make money. I do not change my health for money. That's something that I do not, that's, it's non-negotiable. Good. So at lunchtime, you guys have lunch together? All the time, every day. Oh my gosh. So next time I'm in Miami, I'm going to get sneak into your house and have lunch with you guys. Yes. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> my, my daughter, I have it in flex school. She doesn't go to real school, like, like um, physical present school. She goes to school at home. Uh, Florida has a program where you have, it's called flex, very flexible. So my son goes to university in the morning and he works part-time in our office. It's a a family oriented business. He works in the afternoon. So at lunch, you know, we're always together. That is beautiful because I was expecting dinner that you, because dinner, okay, that's easier. But the fact that you do in the middle of the day and you do it at lunchtime is even more challenging. You know what I'm saying? It's like, no, no, no. We're really trying to be a family, to be together and make this fun. Yes. I love it. And then you go back to work? I go back to work. Mm-hmm. At what time? Around two, three. And then we work until five, 5.30. Beautiful. I and then at that. this time, right now in Miami, it is 7.30. So, you know, we're here together again. I love it. I love it. I love it. Your daughter, you say she's 11 and she is doing dancing because I see videos of her doing yeah. ballet and dancing or contemporary dance something like that she's a dancer she i think she's actually better than me she um as a matter of fact next week she has nationals we have to go to orlando because she has nationals competitions where all the schools come and every time she competes she gets first a lead she qualifies she gets title i mean she's very very good wow i'm so proud of you tonight i'm so proud and beyond happy that we did this together uh, I cannot even tell you. I'm super emotional about this beautiful conversation, this connection between you and I. And I'm 100% sure the audience is going to appreciate it so much because I have any kinds of people. This is not because I'm a hairdresser. Everybody that is listening to my podcast are hairdressers. 
that is all types of business. I have clients, I have hairdressers, I have business owners. So this was really empowering. This was really beautiful. And I'm so grateful that you took the time on your busy schedule for me and my American Vida. <laughs> but before we go, can you tell the audience where they can find you? I know I'm going to add it on the podcast, but if I'm in Florida and I'm looking for a house, like I was telling you, so do you guys do that as well or just a straight insurance? I do. I do kind of everything. I have um, a few line of businesses. I'm a realtor, I'm um, an insurance agent, and I'm also a financial advisor. Um, you, the listeners can find me in Tenai, RDZ305. That's my Instagram. It is my name, T-E-N-A-Y. And then RDC for Rodriguez. 305. That's my Instagram. And then my Facebook is Tenai Rodriguez Sanchez. Um, and I do a little of everything. I, I try to educate the community on financials. I mean, that was my biggest challenge. And when you ask me about my failures or what is what, what I can share with them, that my, my biggest impact or negative impact was, I can tell you that my financials. Um, I'm not a bohemian, but I can, I like, um, I like to, um, I don't know how to say it in English, philosopher. I like to. Um, philosophy? Like philosophy. I, I read a lot. And I always talk to my mom and I talk to my husband and I say, I don't, I don't want to get into communism. I don't want to get into politics. But um, the way I think it's that Cuban, the Cuban, um, the Cuban party or the Cuban communism has prevailed for so many years because what they have done is that they have taken everything from us, the Cubans. And when I tell you everything, what I mean, the primary necessities have to be covered. When you have your home covered, when you have food in your table and when you have clothes to wear, your brain is clear, your mind is clear, and you can create and you can do business and you can think. When you have to wake up in the morning and you do not have a roof over your head, you do not have food to put on your table, and you do not have anything to wear or a sweater if it's cold, you're worried. And you have to go out on the street to get your primary necessities. And that's why our country and Cuba, that our communism has prevailed so much because they have made sure that the people lack of the primary resources, which are again, home, food, and clothes. So when you in your life have that covered, everything else will be good. When you can pay your rent without going to Amscot or without going to cash advance, or without asking for money, when you can pay your rent with one week salary, with two weeks salary, when you can do that, then your mind is clear. When you can put food on the table, your mind is clear. When you can work clothes that is decent, then your mind is clear. So if you were going to ask me for an advice for the audience, again, invest in yourself, make the money work for you, and have your primary necessities covered. The most important thing, guys, food, home, and clothes. When that is taken care of, everything else will come. And if everything else will flow. And totally. the business will brighten. 
Totally agree with you. And I always say, like, don't focus on what you don't have, focus on what you want. And I feel that exactly the way you say, when you can clear your mind and have the freedom, not the luxury, but the freedom to wake up every single day on your space. When I say your space, that means your mindset. And you know what you want, you know where you're going, you know how much money you're gonna make. All of those things are important. Like I always teach in this, you need to know when you get to the salon, how much money you're gonna make. I don't care if you're a contractor or you're an independent, you cannot just live your life on the limbo, you know, like kind of flooring right there thinking, oh, maybe today is this, maybe tomorrow is that. So having that control of mind, exactly what you're saying, it gives you- It gives you like, peace of mind. Peace of mind and that green light, right? To grow, to create, to be better, to come with better ideas, to do all of that for your business and yourself and your family. And the goals are very important. And you have to set goals, um, short-term goals and long-term goals. It is very important that you organize yourself. Organization is uh, key for success. If you're not organized, you're not going to succeed. So it's very important, you guys, that you organize yourself. You have short-term goals. You have long-term goals. Work on yourself. Invest in yourself. And try those primary necessities to be covered. I always had a dream. And my dream was to um, have my bills be charged automatic from, from my bank account. I don't know if anyone that's listening have the same dream. I had, but that was one of my dreams. I remember when I didn't have money, when Matthew, my son was very little, I remember not being able to pay the light and paying the water at the same time. I would have to call the electric company and make a payment plan so they don't cut off the water. And when the water was paid, and then I would have to call the water company to make a payment plan so I can pay the electric bill. I lived like that. So to me, one of my biggest dreams was to be financially organized and having my rent, my water, my light, and my cell phone bill be charged automatic from my bank account. So when that happened, to me, that was everything. I said, I have succeeded in life. I don't need anything else. <laughs> of course, then, you know, you reorganize yourself and you set all the goals. But when I met those goals, I said, I don't need anything else in life. I mean, I'm done for what I came to do in this country. It's done. But you see, you start from the small things. You have to start from the small things. And in my case, I remember trying to put them out of my because I'm such a forgetful person. I forget everything. But that's what I'm talking about, starting from the small things. And one goal is going to take you to another one. Sometimes we just focus on the bigger goal. Okay, but what you need to do to get to that big goal? You have to organize, you have to do this, you have to maybe work on getting a different degree in order to make that jump. Whatever my case be, no matter where you're in life right now, you have to start from the bottom part of the ladder and literally climb up. Yes. Jumping, you might jump and get up, but you might jump and fall. And it's not that you're going to fall because falling is no a problem. And it's just how you're going to end it out. You know, you're going to fail and you're going to broke tip two or three bonds and then you're going to be able to continue or you're going to fail and you're going to be able to get up, you know, as right. quick as you want. Sometimes you have to like think on that stuff, but thank you. This is so beautiful. I love, I love you. It. 
Thank you very much for the opportunity. Thank you very much for having me here. Thank you very much to the audience for listening. I hope this was very helpful. I hope you guys learn and, and you succeed in life. I mean, I really, really, really want that everyone that has the opportunity to listen to us can um, place themselves in, in, in our shoes and can succeed. I think we were talking Lisa before we started the interview. And, and I very much think that the difference between immigrants and people that live here and have it all is that they never lack freedom. I mean, we, we come here and we're very hungry because we lack freedom, we lack resources, we lack food, we lack water. I mean, there is so much stuff that we didn't have that we come like crazy to work like ants to have everything that we didn't have. And that's what I try to teach my kids. My kids are American, they were born here. And I say to them, you have to appreciate the freedom that you have because you don't know how much it is to not have freedom. I you don't know how you. much or how many people have died so you guys can live free. You guys I, have to appreciate and work very hard for what you have. I totally agree with you. And I always say, uh, every time even that I get interviewed by somebody, I'm like, guys, be strong. You in the best country. <laughs> like this country has changed my life forever. And if I could do this every single day, I'm pretty sure you guys can. You know, yes. if we did this, if you have this successful company that you have tonight, a beautiful life, beautiful, healthy kids, anybody can do this. We have to come, we have to learn the language, we have to understand the system, we have to like accommodate, wake up every day trying to figure out things, you know. Everybody have a chance to make it. <laughs> That's right. Thank you, thank you. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Demuestra. Alegría sin más, se está llena la vida. Si le pones color, llegará la alegría. Sé que eres capaz, en tus sueños confía. Que pronto llegará para ti, nuevo día. Solo imagina después de la mente. Y mira hasta el espejo, no eres diferente. El miedo más malo se ataca de frente. Sonríe y disfruta, que feliz quiero verte. A veces la vida golpea mi fuerte, pero no te rindas, puedes levantarte a que cumpla tu sueño. Yo vengo a ayudarte y ven, toma mi mano que vengo a mostrarte. No te rindas, busca la salida, sigue hacia adelante, lucha con energía. Porque más que te de noche siempre sale un nuevo día. Y por más que te perdida, siempre algo que te diga. Yo sé que puedes superarte, la confianza vengo a regalarte. Reconocimiento voy a llenarte, solo vive con pasión, demuestra tu arte. Yo sé que puedes superarte, yo lo sé, la confianza vengo a regalarte. A regalarte. Reconocimiento voy a llenarte, solo vive con pasión, demuestra tu arte. Yo sé que puedes superarte, la confianza vengo a regalarte.